Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Back to Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are back, Jay Foreman and Austin. It just got dark, man. I think I showed up, Austin. It was still light outside. We do one segment, man. It's like Vegas. You know, you, you ever been to Vegas? <laughs> I've not. Okay, so in Vegas, the deal is, you know, you can go in the casino or whatever and just spend the day in there and it come out and it'd be pitch dark. Or you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's the way it is, man. It's like 30 minutes. It it's, uh, gets dark, and that's cool. We, I mean, it's understandable. They're about to kick. I mean, I'm sure the uh, high school teams are getting there about to warm up, and Nick is uh, Nick and Amon are warming up their vocal cords. But back to some NFL news. Um, obviously, you know, we kind of alluded to it before the break, and uh, the, the big news coming out today is that uh, Shaq Leonard, who, who really burst on the scene from the senior bowl, right? Um, came from, came from a MEAC school, um, definitely was a different type of hybrid slender linebacker build, but an extremely productive playmaker at college. I think he had something like 183 tackles, like five interceptions, five sacks. I mean, it was off the charts. Right. And then he goes to Indianapolis in, in a little bit of a downturn. Right. I think he was second round pick. And this mm-hmm. continues along the, the stat line of being a turnover king. And that's when you needed a big, every time Indianapolis would play or would pull out a game, he'd be getting a game ceiling pass breakup, sack, forced fumble, interception, fumble recovery, and along with a plethora of tackles um, in those first four years. And then uh, he got a huge contract, and then he battled injuries after that. And that's when the expectations can go up. And then this year uh, with a new coach, and this happens all the time, is a new coach comes in along with a new GM, no allegiance, uh, no mm-hmm. allegiance to you, um, and you're they'll keep you for that first year. And if you have a really good year, then all of a sudden, magically, you become one of their guys, right? And then if you don't have an owner that you have a direct line and affiliation with, kind of like uh, Nelson does on mm-hmm. the, as a, as an offensive yeah. lineman, he goes right to Jim Irsay. Mm-hmm. He's untouchable, right? Shaq Leonard being injured, then with the uh, Jonathan Taylor situation, right? Kind of bad blood mm-hmm. because he's been injured. Here comes another injury guy who's always already slight of built shoulder injuries. He had the back injury, played a couple games, shut it down. Was a little iffy. He kind of and when he did it, I was Came like, back got his bell rung, he got his bell rung, and then yeah. back started hurting. And I was like, oh, that's kind of suspect that you know for. Being an old school linebacker, I was like, yeah, you could have probably maybe pushed through it. Here comes a new coach. Uh, Franklin's taking over as the kind of 
captain mm-hmm. of the defense, rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Um, and his role is has changed. It, it will change because he's he's off the field on third down, and then it diminished, diminished, diminished. But his stats were good, but his play when you watch the all twenty two wasn't there. And I think in and I will tell you this: he's going to have a good year next year wherever he's at mm-hmm. um, because he'll be extremely motivated and he'll be, you know, definitely looking for revenge. But the, but what I saw him playing, I saw a guy that never had clear communication with the head coach. Mm-hmm. It was almost like the head coach was making decisions, walking away from it, getting a halfway story from the linebacker coach, the D coordinator, everybody saying it's out of my hands. Well, whose hands is it, is it in? No straight answers. Then you go into protection mode, right? Mm-hmm. Then he was only playing first and second down. Well, now you're diminishing. Third down's the money down. Right, but third down is his down. Mm-hmm. And then you started to see, you know, then it, you know he's playing, protecting himself. The effort wasn't there. And I think it just became a mutual agreement um, to say, look, all right, this enough's enough. Mm-hmm. And maybe you can, you know, hook up with a team and make a playoff run and kind of get, you know, kind of a new release on, on his football career. It's a sad day because they're. I think they're. I think when a new coach sometimes a new young coach mm-hmm. will miss the mark on a guy like that because I'm gonna tell you what, Franklin's great along with him, Buckner. Those guys because there'll be a time that you will need a veteran presence in that locker room to turn the tide in there, and you you're already struggling right now, right? And you're gonna be on the, whether he realizes or not, you're on the hot seat next year. The head coach. Oh, yeah. Because you already showed you Frank Wright got out of there. Because that's the, I mean, you thought Frank Wright was going to be there for a while, right? Whether it's Chuck Pagano and all those guys. I mean, mm-hmm. he had it going pretty good. Now, the Andrew Luck thing. When you start, when you kind of, let me see, when you kind of pull the rug out of, uh, from under veterans mm-hmm. that have the respect, it then it brings the spotlight on you, whether it's the head coach or the GM. Owner's untouchable. Mm-hmm. So, and if Richardson doesn't pan out next year, they will refer back to this right here because if you lose some free agents or some veterans this year, right. Don't want to renegotiate the contract kind of say, okay, well, you're not, you know, we're going to save money by cutting you. So you're taking the fabric out of what made this job, you know, appealing to you. And the, then it always goes back to the head coach. And that's what I worry about with the Colts and with this decision, especially now people don't think that it matters, especially doing it around the holidays. Hmm. I'm telling you, guys are very receptive or very, you know, they perceive things. You can't tell them anything because you want to know why that guy, everybody's going to reach out to him and ask him what happened on his day off on a Tuesday, mm-hmm. NFL mandated to the day off mm-hmm. on a Tuesday. Then he's still going out doing his charity work. I know you've seen that. Yep. You will have questions to be answered internally come tomorrow morning. Which is just what this franchise needed. Yeah. More questions to answer. More turmoil. Great. Yeah. Things are hunky-dory. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a terrible end, and I had kind of made my peace with it, kind yeah. of worried. You kinda, we talked coming. about it a couple weeks ago. We did. Yeah. Kind of saw the writing on the wall. It doesn't sound like he ever asked out, but by speaking in public, he was saying it without saying yeah. it. I was really hoping that he would be willing to stick it out, that he would have a little bit more of an increased role, because... Think back to last offseason, we were hearing the same stuff with Kenny Moore, who was put in a new position, didn't fit in Gus Bradley's scheme, wasn't being right. used the way he wanted to. 
They give him the contract. They give him the role he wants. He's backballing. Right. Shaq Leonard, I was hoping against hope that that would be the case here this year because he can still be an impact player. He's 28 years old. Right, he's has young. 12 picks, 17 forced fumbles in really only four years. Yeah. Four and a half years. Yeah, so you just, three games you just don't year. lose that playmaking ability overnight. Overnight. No. I mean, you think of somebody that really burst on the scene is Quan Alexander that was with right. the uh, Falcons and he, mm-hmm. you know, or Tampa Bay Falcons, and then he kind of bounced around. Now he's found a home, right? And mm-hmm. and you see him with the Jesse. I mean, he is lighting people up like a Christmas yep. tree. And that was all based on injury. Same like mm-hmm. with, with with Shaq Leonard. And the playmaking ability, the ability to play in the pass game is there. Yes, I think he could have played better, played a little bit more uh, vicious, I would say, this year. But I think a lot of that has to do with one number, number it's two things, right? You could always say the player, right? Because I think he kind of overestimated his value, but your value has to be reestablished if you're not Quentin Nelson or Buckner because you can't go up to the head, to the head guy. Even Nelson had to do that. He right. struggled a couple of years he ago. He did, but he had to go. He had just Saturday come in, and he mm-hmm. they, he's gotten it going, right? Mm-hmm. And Kelly, right? right. Mm-hmm. And you see how Jonathan Taylor struggled, right? So it's harder to do that, to go up to the owner's office when you've been highly compensated and been injured for the last two years. Even if the owner has a lot of respect for you. I mean, right. Jim Ursay's statement, I think, was a good one. Right. And that's what makes it hurt, too, is that, no, Shaq Leonard's not going to go into the Ring of Honor. You right. know, he only played essentially four years, four years yeah. with Indy. Four really good years before the two injury-plagued ones. But his off-the-field impact and how that locker room, right. all those locker rooms have thought about him, is going to reverberate. Right. That's something that I think I underrated was just how much that locker room cared about him and how big an impact he made right. in that locker room and in that community. Indy's going to feel this one for a long time. Yeah, and 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 it's a you don't want to go into the last like quarter of the se- or the, of the season with that on your mind and in your locker room, and then you're going to ask guys to go out there and lay it on the line. Now, look, everybody be professionals, but you got an <laughs> extremely young team. Yes, and you have an extremely young quarterback that's on the mend. This is his first shock treatment to the NFL. Mm-hmm. This is his first shock treatment to actually looking at the guys that drafted him. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the, did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is his first reality is I could be in this situation in a in little bit over a year if they fire the head coach. You know what I'm saying? Right. And don't think Ursay won't. He'll do it. I mean, if he, he just if he has this, uh, you know, I mean, heck, if he has a, a sandwich and a drink with Jeff Saturday, he, Jeff Saturday, like, might this be dude, back. Yeah, <laughs> I might be back and that dude's gone for at the worst case scenario. That might be your new GM. So um, we, we need to need to talk about Chris Ballard at some point, too. Yes. Like, he's had a pretty good track record in the draft. Not perfect, but it's right. hard to do. What he's done, and more specifically, not done in free agency, yeah. we don't talk enough about. Yeah, I think it's something with, it has to be something with his personality. I, I think, and of course, Indianapolis isn't LA, Atlanta, and all this yeah. other stuff, but it's a, it's a football town, <clears throat> a football organization. But I think Indy lost its way. And I, in, in the reason, in, Bill Polian took it up so far, but Bill Polian, first of all, because I know about Bill Polian, yeah. like when I, from Buffalo, right? And Bill Polian is very abrasive, very, very abrasive, like hmm. borderline ignorant. You oh, know, what I, you know what I mean. Yeah. And then how you how the whole thing with Peyton Manning left, like Peyton Manning should just leave whenever he wants, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, you hit it out of the park, you get Andrew Luck. There had to be something going on for Andrew Luck not even to contemplate coming back. He was like, I'm out. Deuces. That's I'm it. quick. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, I'm done. You know what? I don't want to play anymore. You guys have just zapped everything out of me, and I don't know where he's at. He's like up in the forest somewhere. He's actually still living just like two miles down the road. Oh, well, then he still has his house in Indy. That's even worse. That's, I know. That, that's just like, you know, know. That, that's like, yeah, I'm just still here, and I still hate you from very close proximity. Mm-hmm. And then all this happened with Chris Ballard not not being able to attract free agents. Not, and he's drafted pretty well. The best deal he's made is probably for Buckner. Getting Gilmore was pretty good. Yes. But then Gilmore, Gilmore. said, I don't want to be around on a rebuild. So right. he did him right, shipped him out. Right. But the Buckner trade to me is the peak. To is get it, a guy like that at that age. Right. Yes. And the leadership of mm-hmm. him. When San Francisco had Armstead and Buckner and they just kind of just flipped and they're both like twins. Right. Both of them six six, three hundred pounds strong and run like the wind. Mm-hmm. Um Buckner's a little older. But I think like with the Gilmore thing, it would, Ballard reluctantly did it. I don't think he really appreciated him. Right. I can almost guarantee Gilmore would have stayed if he got a contract. That wasn't sure. it. Then I think he went to Dallas. Dallas. Right. And so you just and he's a locker room guy. He's a guy that can help mm-hmm. all those DB. I mean, it's like you have these guys, you don't appreciate them, and then they're gone. Next, to you, you, you know, it's kind of like um, I want your opinion on this. Tom Brady was on the Stephen A. Smith podcast, and he talked about coaching. This is what people, and I said this yesterday. What people don't understand is when you have a good coach, you better go to bat for him and not try to run him out of time quick. Because I, I will tell you this: is there's not a lot of the, the the pool of coaches, really good coaches, is shrinking fast, hmm. right? And and it's no different when you see it. Tom Brady said it. Like, I've said it all the time. I felt like, you know, I had the best coaching in college, and I was able to go to a really good coaching staff in Buffalo, 
and then doubled down on it to go to in in um, Houston, mm-hmm. and then I was able to go to the Giants and San Francisco. All I've, I've been blessed. These guys, some of these guys coaching, ain't got no business in the league coaching. Some of these guys coaching in college don't have no business uh, coaching at the level in the pay grade. So how does that affect the game? Tom Brady it affects the game because you can be a worse player and allowed to be um, more productive based on the rules and the lack of development. So the coaches are just out there just throwing the ball out there and letting you go. It's kind of like modern-day basketball now, right? Yeah. Um, I wanted to, I wanted to get, pick your brain. What do, you, what do you think about that? And that's the first question. The second part, do you think that affects a organization like Indianapolis, Houston? Um, well, that whole uh, division, really. right? The whole division, Jacksonville, Tennessee. Well, Tennessee was always kind of like running it after Indy. Like Houston and Jack, just say Houston and Indianapolis, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, I think Houston's got it right now. Affects organizations like that because you don't have any winning short-term culture that you can lean back on because mm-hmm. you've went through Lovey Smith, then you had the uh, David Cawley after that, and then right. you know, or Bill O'Brien, you know, mm-hmm. all that. Talk about that. Yeah, it's tough for Indianapolis because they bring in the offensive coordinator from the the runner-ups in the NFL. Right who is known as a scheme guy. He's not necessarily a relationship guy. Now, right. there haven't been any rumblings or anything of you know malcontent in the locker room, but you see Gilmore not want to give Shane Steichen a chance. You see Shaq Leonard, who Indianapolis loves, rallies around him, just say, nope, I'm done. I don't know if that's Gus Bradley or Shane Steichen, but new culture doesn't get implemented right away, and especially with a rookie quarterback, like right. you were saying, Having the vets around as a first-time head coach tries to find his way goes a long way. The head coach can only do so much. Like, yeah, they're the figurehead, but you know better than anyone where the leadership happens is the locker room right. between players, veterans to to younger guys. I would have loved for you know even T.Y. Hilton to still be around, even right. if he's not going to play. Just just be Udonis Haslam, right. you know, for Shaq Leonard to be around, for Stephon Gilmore to play a role. I think Kenny Moore can do some of that. I love DeForest Buckner. I love that pickup. Maybe some of the voices on the offensive line, but that's a team that hasn't been to the playoffs in a while. Right. I mean, yeah, they went with Phillip Rivers. That was a fluke. Probably should have been there with Carson Wentz, except he, Carson Wentz all over himself. But ever since Andrew Luck retired, there's just been no stability yeah. in the front office, in the coaching. Like Frank Reich, I liked as a coach. Sounds like he kind of lost the locker room because there were different standards right. for different guys. Yeah. So some of that's on the locker room, some of it's on the coach. But I've been critical of Ursay just kind of flying off the handle with some of his decisions. So to at least be able to retain some of the key players, this is where Ryan Kelly needs to step up. Right. This is where Quentin Nelson has to say, yeah, I'm still Quentin Nelson. I still am a pillar of not just this franchise, but this town. Right. I want to be here. Anthony Richardson, I want the same for you. Right. But... Even Houston, with with their transition, same thing. I mean, they they were making it to the playoffs, and all of a sudden they took that downturn. I think whenever you have those teams that... Even Indy's in a weird spot, too, because of how good they were with Peyton for so long. And then the one down year, you get Andrew Luck, and you're back rolling basically right away in the playoffs year after year. I'm sure every NFL team wants that pillar. Ownership is one thing. Owners don't change hands all that much. GMs come and go. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's really. For sure. Yeah. So, yeah, there's some that the you know stick it out. The Newsoms, um, yeah. the Steelers doing their thing. Even right. you know with Canada being gone, their first in-season coaching move since 1941. I know. If you're not going to have that stability in the front office, 
or on the coaching staff, you have to have yeah, them in the locker room. Exactly. And Indy's thrown it away. Yeah, and that's the sad part. And that's the kind of I always talk about when I was in Houston. We were on the uptick, and they blew up the the whole foundation of the team and turned it over to younger guys. Now, eventually, it worked out when Kubiak came in, mm-hmm. but you just wasted three years, right? We you know, don't get them back. You don't get them back. And so it would be interesting. Obviously, I feel for you, Austin, because I've been in uh, locker rooms and seen that stuff from afar and have um, seen players like that. I, you know, I remember I talk about Henry Jones when he got released and he was a pillar, you know, and guys like that. It's not a fun time. First of all, this is not going to be the normal Thanksgiving for those players, regardless of being in there, because there are relationships in there. And the guys that are younger already had looked up to him. And so this is an uneasy time with a practice and probably like a morning practice. And then you got to go out there and try to tee it up here in a four or five days. I'll just add this quickly here at the end before we go to break. Not that I think Indy's going to make the playoffs, but they have a pretty favorable right. last seven games. They could have made a nice little run. and it, it, They it, still might, but right. it makes me wonder if either this was rash on the front office's part to get rid of Shaq Leonard, or if they thought he was a risk of detracting from the team and taking right. away from the mission. Yeah. I have to give him the benefit of the doubt yeah, for he now. Had, he hadn't before. But yeah, I could see I'm it. worried about it. Yes. Or it could sometimes you take that assumption and then you perceive everything as that like him coming in talking to them mm-hmm. they could perceive it as like oh he's gonna go take poison in the locker room mm-hmm. which is you get that with a young inexperienced not truly personally confident coach right because a scheme guy likes to be in here with tvs white computer markers. waterboard <laughs> or, yeah the whiteboard and go from there so good segment jay foreman and austin we're gonna come back and we're going to give our prediction for this Class A state championship game uh, here shortly. Old School, we'll be right back. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.